This is Solutions for Families, where parents come with problems and leave with solutions. Hello, I'm Paula Fellingham. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's episode, it's stories and poems all about communication. And the first one is called Communicate by Example. Michael J. Dowling was a young man who fell from a wagon in a blizzard in Michigan when he was 14 years of age. Before his parents discovered that he had fallen from the rear of the wagon, he had been badly frostbitten. His right leg had to be amputated, almost to the hip. His left leg, above the knee. His right arm was amputated. His left hand was amputated. So many thought there wasn't much future for a lad like that. Well, you know what he did? He went to the Board of County Commissioners and he told them that if they would educate him, he would pay back every penny which he did. During World War I, Mr. Dowling, the same young boy who grew up and then was educated, he became the president of one of the largest banks in St. Paul. He went to Europe to pay a visit to the soldiers to visit those who were wounded. On one occasion, he was in a large hotel in London and he had before him the wounded soldiers in their wheelchairs. They were in a lobby, and he was up on the mezzanine floor. As he started to speak, he minimized the seriousness of their wounds, the fact that one had lost an eye, another had lost an arm, and so many others had lost other parts of their body. He said this was no grounds for complaint. Well, he got those soldiers so upset with him, they started to boo him. Then he walked over to the stairway and down the stairs toward the lobby, telling them, as he walked, how fortunate they were, and they continued booing. Finally, he sat down on one of the steps, and he took off his right leg. And he kept on talking, and tell them how, telling them how well off they were. Well, they calmed down a little bit, but they still resented his remarks. Then he took off his left leg. Well, the booing stopped then. But before he arrived at the bottom of the stairs, he had taken off his right arm and flipped off his left hand. And there he sat, just a stump of a body on the last step. Michael Dowling was the president of one of the biggest banks in St. Paul. He had married. He was the father of five children. He finally died as the result of the strength he gave in encouraging the wounded soldiers of World War I, who never, ever forgot him. Wow. You could talk about that as a family. Goethe, the philosopher, said, If you treat a man as he is, he will remain as he is. But if you treat him as if he were what he ought to be and could be, he will become what he ought to be and should be, close quote. This is, and the author is not known for this next one. It's called Thoughts. A few months after moving to a small town, a woman complained to a neighbor about the poor service at the local drugstore. She hoped her new acquaintance would repeat her complaint to the owner. Well, the next time she went to the drugstore, the druggist greeted her with a big smile and told her how happy he was to see her again. 
He said he hoped she liked their town and to please let him know if there was anything he could do to help her and her husband get settled. He then filed her order promptly and efficiently. He filled the order. Excuse me. Later, the woman reported the miraculous change to her friend. I suppose you told the druggist how poor I thought the service was, she asked. Well, no, the woman said, in fact, and I hope you don't mind. I told him you were amazed at the way he had built up this small-town drugstore and that you thought it was one of the best-run drugstores you had ever seen. Close quote. Mm-hmm. And this is Author Unknown. It's a little short quote. A smile is a light in the window of the soul, indicating that the heart is at home. And this next one is called, I Love You. And again, it's author unknown. I love you for the happiness you bring me each day. I love you for the kindness of your always thoughtful way. I love you for the tenderness that lies within your heart. I love you for the way you say, I'll miss you when we part. I love you for the patience when I do something wrong. I love you for the laughter that lingers like a song. I love you for the gentle way you cheer me when I'm sad. I love you for the little things you do to make me glad. I love you for the faith and strength that you have given me. I love you for the beauty that you help me to see. I love you for your love for me, so constant and true. But most of all, I love you just because you're you. And this next one is also anonymous. It's called The Man with a Friendly Smile. A laugh is just like sunshine. It freshens all the day. It tips the peak of life when light and drives the clouds away. The soul grows glad that bears it and feels its courage strong. A laugh is just like sunshine for cheering folks along. A laugh is just like music. It lingers in the heart. And where its melody is heard, the ills of life depart. And happy thoughts come crowding, its joyful notes to greet. A laugh is just like music for making living sweet. <laughs> I love that one. All right, this is also author unknown. I especially like this one. It says, it shows in your face. You don't have to tell how you live each day. You don't have to say if you work or you play. A tried, true barometer serves in the place. However you live it, it will show on your face. The false, the deceit that you bear in your heart will not stay inside where it first got a start. For sinew and blood are a thin veil of lace. What you wear in your heart, you wear in your face. If your life is unselfish, if for others you live, for not what you get, but how much you can give, if you live close to the Lord in His infinite grace, you don't have to tell it. It shows in your face. And this one is called Scatter Sunshine. It's by L Lois Rasmussen. Oh, scatter sunshine as you go and all you say and do. The love and kindness which you show will come right back to you. There is an unseen register where all your deeds are filled. The times you stopped to lend a hand the times you paused and smiled, 
the times you spoke a fitting word of joy and comfort too, the times you went the second mile some gracious deed to do, the times you quietly withstood an enemy's sharp blow, the times you opened wide your heart and let the merry flow, in ways in which you remembered some token small to share, the times you took a moment out to breathe a silent prayer. Like homing pigeons, they'll return to bring you gladness too. These rays of sunshine, warm and bright, will come right back to you. And this is anonymous. It's called Keys. Just four lines. Hearts, like doors, will open with ease. Two very, very little keys. And don't forget that two of these are I thank you and if you please. And this next one is author unknown. I know something good about you. That's the name of it. Wouldn't this old world be better if the folks we meet would say, I know something good about you, and then treat us just that way? Wouldn't it be fine and dandy if each hand clasp, warm and true, carried with it this assurance, I know something good about you? Wouldn't life be lots more happy if the good that's in us all were the only thing about us that folks bothered to recall? Wouldn't life be lots more happy if we praised the good we see? For there's such a lot of goodness in the worst of you and me. Wouldn't it be nice to practice that fine way of thinking too? You know something good about me, and I know something good about you. And this is called Smile by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. It's our last one for this podcast. You ready? It's easy enough to be pleasant when life flows like a song, but the man worthwhile is the man who could smile when everything goes dead wrong. For the test of the heart is trouble, and it always comes with the years. And the smile that is worth the praises of earth is the smile that shines through tears. It's easy enough to be virtuous when nothing tempts you to stay, when without and within no voice of sin is luring your soul away. But it's only a negative virtue until it is tried by fire, and the life that is worth the honor of earth is the life that resists those desires. But the cynic, the sad, the fallen, who had no strength for the strife, the world's highway is cumbered today. They make up the item of life. But the virtue that conquers passion and sorrow that hides in a smile, it is these that are worth the homage of earth, for we find them but once in a while. All right, my sweet friends, until the next episode, have a beautiful day and make sure you subscribe to my podcast Tell your friends about Solutions for Families and come see me at paulafellingham.com. As always, I send you my love.